Again, I just got back from uh, getting more tattoos done. The plan is I'm going to just fill up my arm. Uh, I was going to start above, like with the bicep area and all that stuff. Uh, But your boy got fat uh, really bad um, over the pandemic. And I didn't realize how bad the arms were uh, until I was like looking at placements for different tattoos. And I was like, oh, man, like. I'm hoping to fluctuate less or more might happen, but the plan is to do less to like get like fucking uh, slim down a little bit, you know, uh, be a little less uh, obese than I was uh, yesterday type of thing. But um, I didn't want to get any ink done on the upper part of my arm uh, and then distort it with me getting fatter or me getting less fat, whatever the case may be. Uh, my bet is I gain more weight. My bet is I'm going to be over 300 uh by 2022 it's not what i'm going for that's not the goal but i'm just i'm keeping it real that's where i am that's the trajectory of the trajectory of my life uh so far today uh right now you know so i was like instead of getting it in like parts of me that like will uh expand or decrease or whatever the, the it is i was like let's just let's just go from the forearm up you know let's cover it up dude I'm really I'm I'm liking I'm liking getting tattoos, man. I really like it. It's cool. It's it's with the old homie, uh, old homie from from high school, uh, Abel Garcia. He's at uh, AB three from TX Tattoo. Uh, check out his work, man. I mean, he's he's starting to build his uh, portfolio, his clientele list, all that stuff. Uh, so it's cool to, to you know get tats done by him. You know he's he's working on his on his craft. He's getting, you know I'm getting tattoos that I've been wanting for years. Uh, finally done. Uh, gotta keep doing sessions. You know this is gonna be my new Sunday thing until we both just like tap out and go like okay, there's nothing, nothing to do here, nothing to see here, all the good stuff. But I'm digging. It's like a new drug feeling, you know, that that uh, I talked about on the last podcast a little bit, that adrenaline rush, that pain, you know, uh, it, it just it does something to the body, it does something to my body, you know, puts me in a good mood. And I'm not like I'm not like one of those uh, B S B F, you know, what the fuck is it? BMF, uh, SMF. I'm not one of those pain people, pain for pleasure people, uh, to that extent. You know, I don't like, you know, shocks or tasers or wax or, you know, anything. Very vanilla. <laughs> you know, uh, as far I don't know. Anyway, the pain is not the thing that I'm going for, but it does something to your fucking mind. It does something to your fucking. Your mental health, dude. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'm pretty sure you could Google it, or there's a YouTube thing explaining uh, the the highs that you get from just from tattooing, from the pain of tattoos and stuff like that. Uh, but I'm digging it, bro. I'm really fucking digging it, dude. I got a new piece uh, uh, inspired by one of my favorite bands, all time favorite bands. Every time I die, 
uh, and they have this track called Overstayer uh, from Parts Unknown, uh, the album Parts Unknown, I believe. And uh, yeah, dude, uh, asked him if he could tattoo it on me. He's like, not a problem. Let's fucking run it. Uh, it came out good, dude. It's exactly what I wanted it to look like. Um, you know, the uh, wavy lines, the uh, all that stuff. That not, I didn't want perfect clean lines. You know, I wanted the way the image was uh, set up as. And uh, I'm digging it, dude. It feels good to get something that I've been wanting to get done for a while. Um, getting that stuff accomplished. Uh, liking that, man. Um, but yeah, so support support the homie, dude. Like he's like I said, he's he's uh, putting his pro uh, what is it called portfolio together, uh, trying to grow his business, his clientele. Uh, so if you're looking to get that t- tattoos, man, he does good deals. He'll work with you. Uh, and he's a cool dude to just to to be around for however long it takes to get the tattoo done. Uh, but check him out at um, at AB3 from TX Tattoo on Instagram and all that stuff. I posted a picture of the the the, the newest piece that I got, and I tagged him on that. So if you just want to go to my social at your homie Pat and uh, check out the tattoo, and then. Uh, like his page and keep up with what he's doing you know if you're not ready to get a tattoo done right now you just want to keep up with what what he's doing what he's working on uh how he's progressing and all that stuff just give him a follow and then when you're ready to get some work done hit him up man hit him up uh but it was cool man just uh getting that done uh getting the tattoo done just fucking talking shit dude you know talking about life uh talking about you know just different stuff you know you don't want to just sit there and be like fucking quiet you know why you know all the stuff you know he had evil uh, evil dead 2 on the background playing on the background that's a pretty fucking good movie it's uh old school you know all that stuff uh but yeah man that was that was fun i think that was that was part of the uh the whole you know, feeling good about about you know getting the tattoo and just you know just joking around with 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 a buddy and talking about like just different stuff, uh, you know, it's good. It's like a like a like a therapist like thing. I, I guess I assume that that is what it's like when you go like to a barber shop, you know, and you, you just talk shit while you get. Out. I I haven't been to the barber shop since I was twenty one, so don't know what that's about. You know, it looks like fun. You see it on TV. They have movies about it. Their barbershops just to hang out the, the bullshit sessions all that stuff uh those are fun dude those are fun if you get it in but if i were to walk into a barbershop they would be like what the fuck you're done bro <laughs> you know you're 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 finished you walked in here done uh but it's the same vibe when you're getting tattoos you know you just sit you fucking talk shit uh you get the you get the ink done you try to pretend like it doesn't hurt you know and uh and yeah dude and then after an hour or so, two hours, you get some uh, pretty good stuff done on your skin that you've been wanting to do, and you're happy with it, you know. You're stoked on it, uh, and that's where I'm at with this, with this piece, man. Uh, so what else did I do? Went finally. I mean, I've been trying to get back into live music, uh, playing for myself. I'm still shopping around for a drum set. Haven't got that done yet. Uh, I'm trying uh, Marketplace because Marketplace on Facebook, Facebook Marketplace, those people are kind of like desperate and stuff. You know, some of those people don't know what they have and they're pricing it pretty low. 
and then when people do that, I mean, I'm not the only one that fucking gets it, you know. So stuff will go fast, you know. You you got you hit them, hit somebody up, and like try to make an offer on something, and they'll be like, oh, sorry, it's already gone, you know. It should have hit me up sooner and all that stuff. Uh, so I thought I was gonna get a drum set this weekend, didn't happen. I'm gonna go check out some more sets tomorrow. Just remember that I made an appointment with somebody to go check out a set tomorrow. Gotta put that on my calendar so I don't forget. Um, and who knows, man? Maybe I'll have my own drum set uh, by the end of the week. We'll see what's up, dude. Uh, I didn't get to go to the Woodshed uh, Studios to play drums this weekend. Kind of bummed about that, but um, it is what it is. I kind of left my Saturday open in case I had to go and, and go shop around for some drum sets or if somebody accepted an offer that I made and I had to go pick it up. You know, I didn't want to be uh, unavailable in case anything came up. And, of course, nothing did. That's par for the course. That's just how it goes uh, for your boy. You know, uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in planning stuff out, setting stuff up, and uh, it doesn't always pan out. It doesn't pad out, you know. But it is what it is. Uh, we'll see what I get about that. But I did go to check, check out uh, a band. Um, they had an album release, uh, Relent. Um, my, my big homie uh, Rob Travis from Rob's Metalworks. Uh, he asked if we want to roll with him to go check out this band. And I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it, but it turned out that I could. Uh, and then went out to Fitzgerald's. Checked out some some live music, dude. Uh, hung out with Rob. Again, another good dude to just fucking sit and, and just uh, shoot the shit with, man. Talk talk life, talk music, uh, just catch up. I haven't seen him in a, in a, in a while, and uh, so it was good to finally catch up with him. We always try to make plans, and then something happens, and uh, you know we don't we don't follow through. But uh, he just recently did an interview with them uh, with uh, Relent on uh, Rob's Metalworks. You could check that out. Uh, good band, man. They're like a like new metal kind of vibe, like a hip, like the hip hop and then rock. N- new metal, you know. Uh, it's still good. It's still, it's still, you know. Uh, I still jam to it and all that stuff. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, and it might be on borderline kind of like uh, stalker mode, creeper mode, or whatever. But check out this band. Look at this, look at this band. Okay, uh, relent. Uh, R e l e n t. Uh, sometimes they style uh, stylize as uh, R l n t. Right. Okay. So, a friend of mine has sent me a picture of this band a wa- a long time ago. A long time ago, he sent me this band photo, and uh, he was just joking. He's like, "Man, what are you doing in this photo?" You know. And. Uh, at first glance, I was like, "Did you do like this face, this face swap app on this dude, or what?" Because this guy, and I don't know. I hate to put it out there like this, and everybody's like, "No, you're completely out of your mind. You have no, there's no connection at all." But this guy could be my doppelganger, or I his. You know, we look very similar. Like I even sent a picture of this guy, which is such a stalker move. I'm sending his picture out to different people. <laughs> It sounds bad. It's not as bad as it sounds. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not crazy, you know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not single white female in him or anything like that. I don't want his life. All I'm saying is that uh, we have similar features in the face area, you know. 
And I, I, I sent the picture to uh, my sister, and she just glanced at it real quick because she was busy or whatever. And then she's like, when did you have long hair? And then she looked at the picture again. She's like, oh, that's, man, that's, I thought that was you. I was like, yeah, that's why I'm sending it to you. This guy is, looks exactly like me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah. And I even, I told Rob about it. I sent it to Rob. I was like, dude, this guy, I sent it to a lot of people just trying to get like a second opinion on this thing because it's so weird to say like, oh, this guy looks like me. And then like, everybody's like, dude, you're, you're completely, you're fugly as fuck. This guy, you know, why are you insulting this guy and all this stuff? And, uh, I'm secure in my manhood and all this stuff. The guy's a handsome fella. The drummer from, uh, Relent, handsome dude, you know, uh, because he looks like me. I don't know how, uh, if there's any connection in our uh, family trees or whatever, you know. Uh, but yeah, it just blew my mind. You ever find, you ever, you ever see your doppelganger? Have you ever met somebody that looks kind of like you and yet you're not related to? Somebody that you, a complete stranger. Have you ever seen a complete stranger that you don't know, but you know their face? Because it's your face, sort of. You know? But anyway, so uh went to go check out the band. Uh, got to hang out with Rob Chavez. Uh, that was fun, man. It was fun to go out and see fucking live music, rock music. Jam out, dude. Fucking rock out to the live band. Uh, and just be out there. Like, uh, it's been a while. Uh, so that was fun, dude. Live music is fucking cool, man. I'm I'm really thinking that I am gonna try to put a band together. I miss that shit. I miss that shit. I miss jamming out with people. I miss uh creating something out of nothing. Fuck, I just miss making noise with people. You know. Uh, it's fun to do, and it's fun to put something together that wasn't there before. It's fun to create something that uh that just wasn't there. You know? Uh, so who knows, man? I mean, I'm still working on getting my own drum sets. I'm still working on building up my chops. Uh, but, dude, it would be fun to jam out. If anybody's interested in jamming out, man, just just hit me up. Just let me know if you're interested. I will tell you this right now. I don't know how serious I am going to be about it. You know? Uh, can, can Is one, one week, uh, one day a week good for you? Is every other week good for you? Uh, is that enough to just jam out? And I'm trying to tell myself to not get carried away because that's how I always do when I start a project. I get carried away with shit. I was like, all right, this is a band, which is like a family, which is like a marriage, which is like, uh, you know, we're each other's lives now. We are each other. You are, you, we are I, you know, type of shit. So I'm trying to set up the, uh, uh, set that up, that mindset of like just, for funsies dude just fucking do it for funsies you know have fun with it what i need to do i just need to it's the only exercise that i get it's the only exercise that i enjoy playing drums and i need to fucking do something because shit's getting out of control and i'm uh I, you know what whatever dude we all have our cross the bear or whatever that's mine currently uh just trying to get healthy ish or just like Get healthy enough to the point where uh, I could 
I'm not tired all the time, you know? I need to work out enough where that uh, I still have energy and am a fat piece of shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I could appear unhealthy, but your boy good, you know? Well, he 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 got it. I don't have it, really. I don't have it. Um, I I look and I am and I feel completely out of shape. But uh, hopefully that changes. Hopefully I get more active with the drums, get to sweating, get to jamming, get to uh, cutting down some, some LBs and all that good stuff. Or just get fatter. That's always an option. That's always, that's always That seems to be the uh, only option that I have right now. Right now. Uh, but yeah, that, that was cool. I uh, just finished doing the um, my homie Brendan Potter's uh, podcast, uh, Right Jokes, Wrong Time. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We just talk about jokes, uh, what jokes have been working, what jokes don't work, and what's something new that you've been working on. And uh, so that was that was fun to do. I don't know when that's going to come out, um, but I'll I'll link it on my uh, social media pages uh, to share share it and, and, and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, that that was fun. Uh, Brendan's one of my 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 best friends in in, in comedy, you know. Uh, and we always have a good time when we're just fucking chatting for nothing or doing a podcast together and all that stuff. Uh, so it was fun to get back on. I've done it before, but like, uh, I don't know how he's going to say it in the intro, but things are different for me now. Uh, you know, I, 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 I perform, I go on stage as Patrick Christopher, uh, anything that I do is going to be, uh, under Patrick Christopher, which is just, it's, it's my, my first and middle name, you know, uh, on one hand, it's a tribute to my mom. You know, that's what she always calls me. All my aunts on my mom's side, uh, and, and cousins and all that stuff. They call me Patrick Christopher and all that stuff. Uh, so it's just for that. And also, a lot of my favorite uh, comedians go by their first the middle name. You know, Michael Che. Michael Che is Michael Che Campbell. You know, Tim Allen is Tim Allen Dick. You know, Jeff Ross is Jeff Ross uh, Lipschultz. And, and Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy's uh, Ron Jeremy uh, Hyatt. You know, my, my favorite comedians do it. So I was just like, oh, let's let's do this. Uh, more so as a tribute to my mom, you know, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's what she called me. That's what she named me. That's what she, uh, referred to me as. And, uh, she can't be here to support me now. You know, at least it does. And it does make a difference. You know, when I'm, when I'm introduced on stage, you know, Patrick Christopher is like, Oh, my mom's here type of thing. You know, it does help me out. Uh, and, and, and it, it, it is something, it's a tribute, but it's also something uh, that makes me feel good. Uh, because it, it it will always have a connection to my mom uh, when people refer to me as Patrick Christopher, when I perform as Patrick Christopher, when I do anything artistically, artistically, funsies, whatever, uh, as Patrick Christopher. Because um, that's for my mom, you know. It is, uh, it is what it is, all the good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, what else? What else did I want to talk about? I feel like I just fucking flew through all the topics that I was talking about. Um. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know if anybody was anybody was at the uh, Blind Tiger Comedy Club this past Friday. Um, I got to host a secret show, which was a lot of fun, man. I like I like hosting. I don't know if uh, I mean it's a lot of fun. It's it's 
it's a little stressful. Well, not stressful. I wouldn't go that far. It's not stressful. But you have to run the, the show. You have to keep track of people's time, which goes back to me as a stage manager, back in my stage manager days. Uh, you got to introduce the people, make sure people are in their places. Um, you got to warm up the crowd. You know, you're the first one to go up. You got you to gotta bite the bullet, take the bullet, whatever the saying is. Uh, you got to be the bullet. You got to fucking bully, be the bullet taker. Um and you got to warm with the crowd. And they were a little bit rough, you know. It's always weird because they go there voluntarily, you know, the audience. And they it's a free show, you know. We do ask people if you like what you what you what the the show uh and if you feel inclined to, you could uh leave a tip for us uh at the door on your way out at the end of the show. Uh, but the shows are free. The shows are free, but if you feel like tipping uh that's your choice and uh but yeah it's they're always there's a process you got to warm them up you got to warm up the crowd you got to see uh you know what are they into what type of crowd are they are they old crowd young crowd what are they laughing at what are they not laughing at and then you just got to break the fourth wall and just check in with like are y'all okay are do y'all is do y'all really want to be here right now because this energy is just not like as as if somebody is here voluntarily, um, but for, I got them around, you know. Eventually, uh, I think so. I mean, somebody could say differently, but as far as from my perspective, that's all I know, right? That's all I could tell you about. Uh, I think they they warmed up nicely after a while, and then on with the show. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you can catch me most nights, uh, most Fridays um, on the the midnight show. And they're always free, but tips are uh, appreciated and all that good stuff, you know. Oh, the wife had got uh, at, at work. She works downtown. She works in a restaurant. She works with people in the service industry. And uh, one of her customers on Friday... Uh, just decided to give her two three-day passes for the big Texas Comic-Con that was going on downtown, you know, which was cool. I'm not really big into Comic-Cons and stuff. Um, I'm not an autograph person uh, as far as, like, going someplace where I know somebody's going to be to try to get an autograph. I do like I do like meeting people, like, in the wild and talking to them and getting uh autographs with them i'm not really an autograph collector because I don't, I don't really do anything with them like some people sell them some people like ask for autographs to just fucking sell them on ebay whatever i'm not really that type of person but i will tell a funny story after this that i've told plenty of times but since it's refreshed in my memory because of this but um so we weren't able to go on friday because she got out of work late uh and by the time she got out there they're like oh we can't you know, we're not letting anybody in. We're almost shutting down for the day. Uh, so we went Saturday for just like an hour or so, maybe less, and just walked around and checked out what they had. There was a lot of people, and we went towards the end too, so um, there wasn't that many people like dressed up and stuff. I couldn't even imagine what it looked like. Like people get wild with their imaginations and like getting dressed up. I was never really a dress up person. Uh, I never really liked having like 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 makeup and stuff like for halloween 
never like having makeup on the face or playing a, like a character and stuff. I always thought I I could never pull it off, you know. Like it never looks like I wanted to to look, you know. Like I don't know. I was never good at dressing up. I always wanted to be like I always like thought it would be fun, but then I get embarrassed because like oh I don't look like what it's supposed to look like or. I don't want to put anything on my face, paint on my face or nothing like that. Or uh, The mask is weird. It's plastic and this thing, this is just paper and all that stuff, you know. So I never really got big into, like, dressing up. I'm not really a Comic-Con person, um, a collector of anything like that. But it was just cool just to go check it out. Um, you know, I... I, I it was nice that she got the the passes, you know, so somebody just gave her passes and stuff. And I hate letting stuff go to waste, you know. So I wanted to make sure that, like, we were going to go and uh, and just check it out. It was my first Comic-Con. I was a Comic-Con virgin. And uh, it was nice. Would I do it again? Eh. I mean, if, if we got enough more free tickets, yeah, but I wouldn't pay to go. It's not something I would pay for, you know. <laughs> And uh, that could apply to a lot of things. It was just there. Did I like it? Meh. It was all right. It was not my favorite thing to do. I wouldn't pay to get it done. <laughs> but if it happens, it happens. Uh, so here's one one time where I was I collected an autograph, and I know I've, I've talked about this a lot of times, and so, but it is. Uh, if you if you ever heard me my story about uh, me meeting Kat and Von D, then go ahead and shut it off. Thank you for listening. This is the Pat at Hell podcast. Like and subscribe on the Bible Cold Core Podcast Network on iTunes or Spotify or uh, if I'm putting up the audio on uh, the YouTube. Uh, so like and subscribe on there. Uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, and so you can check out now. You can bounce now if you don't want to hear me and my Kat Von D story. All right. I, I'm not mad. I won't be mad. I won't be hurt. And by this time, uh, if you if you bounce at, at this moment, like I already got credit for the plays. So we're good, bro. We're good. I'll catch you next time. You know. All right. So I make Kent Von D. And this was when I was living in Seattle. I was in Seattle, it was like 2006, 2007, it was, yeah, 2007-ish, whatever, and uh, I go to see uh, Cursive and Mastodon, and there's two of the bands that were really good, but unfortunately I can't remember them now, uh, but it was a Cursive and Mastodon show, which is a very, it's a miss, that's a mix match, you know, two different bands. But for some reason, they were touring together. And I liked it. I liked both those bands. Well, I liked both those bands at the time. It kind of fell off, both of them. But uh, that's not, that's neither here nor there. So at that time, uh, Kat Von D was, I guess, touring with or hanging out with uh, the dudes from Mastodon. Right? And this was before uh, LA, LA Inc. was even on air. This was right after Miami Inc., Right, I think it was right. It was right before they even showed that she left Miami Inc. or she got fired or she was let go or she quit. Whatever the case is, this was before that. 
right before that, I assume. I'm assuming. I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm I'm really bad with times times lines and times tables. <laughs> so, uh, 2007, whatever, whatever's happening is happening. But I see her there, and I make a big deal. I was like, "Whoa, Kat Von D, what the hell are you doing here? Hey, what's going on?" And she's like, "Hey, shh, be quiet." <laughs> Because nobody else was like, like uh, I guess, be cool. And Man, when I first moved to Seattle, I was like a fanboy all the time. If I saw somebody that I like, I didn't realize that these are these people's homes. That people just like go out and just be human beings and stuff. And I try to be cool about it now. Like if I see celebrities or if I see like whatever, uh, athletes or anybody like just out having like coffee or out having dinner and stuff i'll look and i'll, I'll give them a nod but I'll, leave, I'll give them the space you know i don't want to bother nobody they deserve to be to enjoy their free time too you know uh but anyway so everybody was leaving her leave her alone like or maybe nobody recognized her you know at that time she wasn't all that i mean she was tatted up but so, so was everybody else at that show you know and I don't know how big Miami Inc. was, 2007, whatever. So I recognized her, and I was already drunk. I was already already drunk at that time, you know. Uh, I used to drink a lot. I still do, but I used to as well. Uh, that's a shout-out. But um, so, yeah, so I noticed her at the bar, and I just was talking to her. I was like, hey, you know, what, what's going on with the show? And he's like, she's like, oh, Ari's a fucking... Our army's a fucking piece of shit. He's an asshole. And, but we got, I'm working on something right now. I'm working on this. I'm working on that. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Can I buy you a drink? And at this time, she was drinking. I don't think she, I think she's been sober for a while, whatever. And I was like, can I, can we, you want to do shots? You want to do, want a couple shots? And, and she's like, yeah, patron. So I was like, barkeep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like that because it was fucking mad crowded. It was a concert. So by the time I got the bartender's attention, I ordered Patron shots and all that stuff, and we just keep talking. I was like, hey, and I had a flip phone at this time. Uh, we didn't have, really have picture phones and stuff. So I'm like, hey, man, uh, is it cool if I get you to sign something? She's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And all I had was money uh, uh, as far as, like, something to write on. And so I was like, is it cool? Like, can you do can you do it on a dollar? She's like, yeah, fine. And so she write, she just writes her autograph. And uh, this is where we start getting cringy. And I get it back. I was like, oh, cool. Can you? We're still waiting for the patron shot. So I was like, hey, can you just draw something like cool just real quick? And uh, I fucking hate that I fucking do that. I'm such a piece of shit. I'm like, hey, can you do some work while you're just fucking chilling at the bar? Do some work for me real quick on a dollar. And I'm not going to pay you for it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. What a fucking cringy fucking prick I was. Uh, but she did it, right? She drew something, and I just go, oh, awesome, and I put the dollar in my pocket. And we continue to talk. What are you doing here? Are you with Mastodon? Oh, that's cool. You know, that's awesome, man. How long have you been? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm from Texas. All this stuff. Finally, the shots come. We do the shots. He's like, that's $21 or whatever the fuck. Whatever it was. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And I pat, I pat my my pockets. I get my money out, and then I turn to the bartender and I give him the money. And I turn back to Kat Von D, and I see her face change. Her face just changed, 
And she's like, cool, dude. See ya. And she fucking takes off. Which I'm like, I was like, man, what? So because I gave you a shot, you just going to fucking bounce on me? Like, let's hang out. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't until later that I realized that I paid for the Patron shots for me and Kat Von D with the dollar that she had signed and then drew something on at my request after she had already signed it. And I was like, hey, draw something. Draw. <laughs> oh, man. Like, she meets hundreds upon thousands upon millions of people in her lifetime since 2007 for sure. And I wonder... I doubt it. I hope. I really hope. I really hope she forgot all about that because it still makes me cringe. And it just started making me cringe right now. Before it would just be a funny story about me giving away the dollar that I had Kat Von D draw and sign on. But now I'm realizing that like she was cool enough to give me an autograph on her private time. You know, sure I was buying her a drink, but she didn't owe me nothing. That's how the world works. I'm I'm cool with that. Just because I did something doesn't mean she owes me anything. That's how I understand the world. Don't come at me. But I had her do an autograph. And then I was not pleased with the autograph. I was like, hey, draw something too. (laughs) She does. And then I throw that away. (laughs) I give it to the bartender, which is pretty much me throwing it away. What a fucking piece of shit I am, dude. Oh, man. That story has just taken new meaning for me right now. You know, I've told that story hundreds of times. Not tens of times. Hundreds of times, maybe. But this is the first time that I was like, oh, on top of all that, like, she wasn't the asshole. You were the asshole. She didn't just walk away. You fucking trashed her autograph. You fucking made her do something she probably didn't want to do. And then you just fucking threw it away and gave it away to the bartender. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh. That's gonna that's gonna haunt me. But uh I don't know. That, that, that's it for today. Uh that was a fun story to share, I think. Um if you heard uh, if you heard it before and then you stuck around to hear it again, big props, dude. I appreciate that. You're a true friend. You're a true friend. You're a true homie. And I thank you for that. Uh, but that's it for this week uh, for the Pat Out of Hell podcast. Um, I'll check back with y'all later. All right. Peace.